Hey everyone, I'm Jen Garrett and welcome to the Move the Ball podcast. On this podcast, we are going to talk about how to succeed in business and in life by putting winning strategies into practice to help you advance faster. So if you're looking to move forward and reach that next level of greatness, then you are in the right place. Now get ready. Let's suit up, show up and move the ball. Hey everyone, Jen Garrett here. It's so great to be back with you on another episode of Move the Ball. This episode is part of my special Path to the Draft series, where I am having conversations with NFL draft prospects on their path to the draft. So today, inside the huddle with us and ready to share his story and talk about his path to the draft is Harrison Hand. Harrison played defensive back for Temple University, where he started all 12 games at quarterback, totaling 59 tackles, four of those being tackles for loss, eight pass breakups, three interceptions, and a forced fumble. Prior to playing this past year at Temple, Harrison played his first two years at Baylor University. Harrison, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it being here. Well, I'm so glad to have you here with us today. Let's kick off this conversation by talking about you getting an invitation to the NFL Combine. You get the email. Share with us, how did that feel for you and what's going through your mind? It was a phenomenal feeling that I got and just getting the invite just because a dream of mine since I was young, just watching the combine, like, hey, this this is what I'm going to be doing you know, with my mom and everything. And just being able to have the opportunity, it was just a, a blessing that I had. It was like surreal. And I know you were preparing for the combine out in Carlsbad, California. Share with us, what was your training routine like leading up to the combine? I mean, I definitely loved Carlsbad, the Exos in Carlsbad. The routine that we had, it was it was a great routine. We did a lot of speed work, strengthening exercises, and definitely a lot of maintenance to keep our bodies intact and healthy and recovery. So it's so all the things that we did, it was it was a lot. And share with us, so let's fast forward. It's now March 1st, 2020, day four of the combine, and defensive backs are up. So what's going through your mind that morning and how did you stay mentally focused to perform the drills that day? Mentally focused, it really wasn't I kind of treated it like a game, really, just keeping my mind intact, you know, listening to my music, just staying relaxed and calm. You know, going out there and performing is not nothing that you never did. And, like, everything that we're doing at the draft, we all did it before. So it was just really, you know, staying calm, calm, collected, and be the football player that you are. And now the NFL Combine is not just the day that you do the drills, for those that aren't familiar with it. You're having informal interviews, meeting with GMs, coaches, media yes. interviews. What was your biggest takeaway from the Combine experience? My biggest takeaway, I definitely took a lot of things away from, you know, different scouts, different coaches, and just different guys overall that were at the Combine too. But you know, a big takeaway that I got, it was just a lot of communications with the coaches that they learned a lot, and I, I learned a lot from them. Awesome. And for those that don't know that you came out early to declare yourself eligible for the draft, walk us through that process and your decision to come out now. Uh, yes, I definitely had a plan to come out my uh, junior year, but made the decision with my mom and my uh, position coach and my uncle. We were all on the same page just going into the season. We knew that this was the year we had the chance to really go in and be eligible to leave. So it was all on me being able to go out on the season and every game taking a game by game, play by play and just try to ball, take, take advantage of everything that I could. So you played cornerback, and I've talked about this on prior episodes, that my son played corner, and many feel that it's one of the most difficult positions to play in all of football. So share with us, why do you feel that this is such a difficult position to play? Definitely difficult because you have to be fast and quick, either faster or just as fast as the receiver that you're covering. is more than just 
you know, just going out on the field and covering. You have to know. You have to watch film. You have to do a lot of things. And, you're, and a lot of times you're put in a position, you know, one-on-one on the island we call. You know, you have no help. So it's really all in all is you by yourself out there and you got to have extreme confidence because you're definitely going to get beat. But it's what you do when you come back after after you get beat. I like that. And some scouts have highlighted that some of your strengths are your discipline, your technique, and your physicality and coverage. But what would you say that separates you from the other corners out there? What makes you elite? On the field, I definitely say it is my aggressiveness and me being able to be everywhere on the field and also different positions, not just a corner, nickel, safety, being able to put me in anywhere on the field because I am aggressive and I like to come down and hit. But off the field, it definitely is the way I study the film and the way I analyze everything, truthfully. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And now you have cousins that played both collegiately and also a cousin who played in the NFL. Was there any advice that any of them gave you in terms of things that you could be doing to improve your game and really step it up as you went from high school to college? Uh, yeah, my cousin, Turk McBride, he was a, you know, we talked a lot and we texted. I would just always either have questions or he would just hit me up just to talk and Definitely gave me a lot of advice on, you know, how to handle myself and how to, you know, go through different things and really just be great at the uh, football and how to better yourself. Sure. And transitioning from high school to college football is one experience. And now you're looking to transition from college to the NFL. And one of the things that that I have written in my book, Move the Ball, was the importance of being improvement focused and looking at how you can always continue to improve at certain skills. So share with us, what are you really working on now to be able to step your game up as you go into the NFL? Yeah, it's literally, like you said, always just trying to perfect your craft and just work just get better at anything you can any day. Get 1% better every day. Right now, I'm just working on my backpedal, my bump and run, my change of direction, my weaving. Truthfully, everything that I know that I'll either lack or can definitely get better at, you now I'm working on it every day of the week. And tell us more about your story. How did you get into football? What was your path? Uh, my path, I was, it's crazy. I literally, my mom says it like every day I was born with the football in my hand. Legally, I tried to get into football. They tried to put me when I was like three or four years old, but had to wait till I was five. But once I got to five, you know, I've been playing ever since. Never took a, a year off or anything. It was just the love and passion that I had for ever since I was younger. What is it that excites you about the game the most? Truthfully, it's at first when I was younger, it was everybody's offense. You just love scoring, running around, just playing the game. But as you get older, it's really the work that you put in. Just knowing that you can't just go out there, you can't not practice all week or not do something or work at it and just randomly go out there and make a play. You literally have to really work and practice and, and repetition everything. So it was just, I really think it's the work ethic that you have and the work that you got to put in. Sure. And let's talk about a game this past season, September 14th, 2019, Temple plays Maryland. And this is a big game for you. It's a home game and you guys win 20 to 17. You earn AAC Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that game and some of your key highlights. Yeah, I definitely say it was a big game going into it, uh, knowing that they were ranked and just that we were the underdogs. And I tried to treat every game the same. So the preparation was really know, really locked in and everything. And during the game, it was just taking it play by play. I'm just trying to handle the business and communicate with the other players and keeping everybody locked in on the same page. And that was the main focus. And as, as human beings, we all make mistakes and missteps. We 
dropped the ball or fumbled the ball in our lives. Can you tell us about a time off the field where you may have fumbled or didn't do something and how did you pick up and keep going? Definitely off the field. You know, I make a lot of mistakes. I'm definitely not a perfect human being, like you said. Definitely make a lot of mistakes. But off the top of my head, I think it truthfully just any specific little mistake that I made. But I know that if I do make one, I don't let it haunt me because I know, you know, if I was, you learn from your mistakes. So everything that I do wrong or and I just try to learn from it and move on because, you know, I guess it wouldn't have happened if God wouldn't let it. I do believe that uh, everything that happens in our lives, it's a mistake or an outcome that we don't want was there for our purpose to serve us and help us grow. Yes. Sure. And share with us, what was the most memorable game that you had in your college career and why? The most memorable game, I'd say, I'll say it was this year, it was Memphis, just because I like to hit, I'm aggressive. That was one of my games I had a... Uh, TFL and I had a forced fumble. So I definitely, I love, I love that forced fumble play. Sure. And what about when you're the team loses? Like how do you bounce back from a loss? What do you do to get you refocused? Uh, you just got to go back in next, like say the game Saturday, take that night, you go right back in Sunday, you watch the film. You just got to criticize everything that you did wrong, realize everything and come back as a team and know that, that it was just one game that doesn't have to go on to the next game. So you let that go and just refocus back in. I like that. And now you played for Matt Rule and Fran Brown. Did either of them give you some advice that has always stuck with you to make you a better athlete, a better person? They're always just working on not just being a great football player, but always just a great man, a great son, just just a great person overall. And just really knowing that it's always one advice is always take care of the small things. And that's what great people do. Take care of the small things, no matter what it is, and everything falls into place. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And now outside of football, share with us, what are your hobbies? No, I'm not really a crazy all-go-out guy. I like to either play the video game, I have PS4, or I'm watching Netflix uh, movies with my family, playing games with my family, like game nights. That's really all. Okay. And I've got a couple fun questions to end the show. But before I get to them, I want to ask you one other question. I heard that you played running back as a kid. Do you miss playing that position? Oh, yeah, definitely. It was fun. It was extremely fun just having the ball, just running around. It was like backyard football with pads on. But it was it was just fun just being you know, that fast guy on the field, just scoring touchdowns. But, you know, I love defense and I love corner. Sure. So let's get to these fun questions. What's your favorite food? I definitely say it is probably steak. Okay. How about what's your favorite football-specific movie? I'd say the one with Denzel Washington. That's Remember the Titans. Yeah. Yes, it is my that favorite. Said, Remember the Titans. I love that one. It's a classic one. How about what's your favorite professional sports team? And it doesn't have to be a football team. I'd say professional. I'd say it was the Lakers for basketball. Okay. And if you could be any superhero, who would you be and why? I'd say I'd be Iron Man. Just because he's you no know, intelligence, all of his... You know, attributes that come from technology and everything that he creates on his own. You know, it doesn't, he doesn't really have any limits to what he can do. So just keep, just keep on growing and growing up. He can just be anything. Okay. I appreciate you sharing that. I've not had anyone say Iron Man. So I, Iron Man's one of my favorites. So I'm yeah. glad that you picked that one. Okay. So now tell us, how can people follow you? What's the best social channels to see what you're up to and follow your journey? Two things. Definitely. I have, I have a website at officialharrisonhand.com. You can go to all my proceeds. They go right to an organization, my organization, Hands-On Enterprises. 
And also, they can follow me on Instagram at Harrison Hand with two Ds at the end. Yeah, I'm not really on uh, Twitter too much, but it's at underscore underscore Harry, H-A-R-R-Y 22. Perfect. And we'll be sure to put those in the show notes so people can follow you on your journey. Well, Harrison, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. I appreciate it having me too. And I wish you much success in the draft and in this next chapter. And thanks to everyone for listening to today's episode. And we will catch you next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball, check out my website at www.jenniferagarrett.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.